rolling, rolling, rolling. Rise, 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 rise. All right. So I first, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rise, 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 rise. And tell them hard work that had the key to success Now come here so to chill And make them know the prophecy will have to fulfill In come to prophesy And burn out all the fate of them and burn out all the spine And rise up with the truth And still come to motivate the youth Greetings and welcome to Jesse I Interviews I'm Jesse I and I'm recording this on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Boon people of the Kulin Nation Lands which are now known as the City of Melbourne in Australia I want to pay my respects and acknowledge the traditional owners of these lands because I feel that it's important to acknowledge that this is, always has been and always will be Aboriginal land and sovereignty was never ceded. This episode features an interview with Capleton from 2003. At that time he was one of the biggest names in Jamaican music, equally dominant both on the reggae and dancehall sides of things. I don't think I've ever had to work harder for an interview than this one. This was about two long days in the making. I recorded this at one of his bases in the heart of Kingston. I think technically it might have been his mother's place, but it was essentially a David House compound. David House being his crew, both musical and Rastafarian community. The compound was in a suburban neighbourhood, but it really stood out because of the big pink wrought iron gates featuring a king's crown. I'm guessing they might have been painted red originally, but faded to pink over time. I remember having to talk to a literal gatekeeper to gain access and then spending hour after hour after hour waiting for Capleton to show up at the agreed time. On the first day we waited for an entire afternoon only to have him appear at dusk and then say that he'd run out of time to do the interview but he could do it the following day. The following day we waited around again all day before eventually he showed up again at dusk. As an aside it was a hell of an experience hanging around Capleton's yard for those couple days. Extremely boring at times, but very, very entertaining at others. A lot of artists were hanging around the whole time, generally looking even more bored than we were, so we ended up talking to most of them. The most notable name of the group was probably Munga, who was still a teenager then, but went on to become a very big dancehall artist. Even though he wasn't really known at that time, we did know him from a VHS tape that Ras Crucial owned, and he was excited that people from Australia knew who he was. Veteran singer Ronnie Thwaites was there. Uh, He was definitely the most annoying person we met, the only one to really pressure us for money. Singer Elijah Prophet was there for a while. The singer Moses Eye and the DJ Grindsman showed up at one point, but he wasn't actually granted access by the gatekeeper and didn't get to come inside. So eventually the Prophet Cableton appears and grants me the interview. I have to say this was also the most intimidating one I've ever done, and we had quite an audience. Capleton sat on a plastic chair in his yard while I sat on the ground in front of him, holding a microphone. Around us stood about 20 Bobo Rusters, some holding flags and shakers. And This definitely made me think twice about some of the thornier questions I had in mind. I'd have liked to ask him about his homophobic lyrics, but at the time it didn't seem too wise. And this was one of those interviews I'd like to go back and do again. I can think of a lot of things I would have asked or asked differently. It also didn't help that we actually recorded this in the dark, so I couldn't actually read most of my questions I'd written down in my notebook. No mobile phones with lights on them in those days. As usual, this is the full thing, completely unedited. I'm even leaving in a little bit of talk at the end after the interview had officially concluded, but before the recording had stopped. So here it is, after two days of waiting, Jesse I interviews Capleton, Kingston, Jamaica, 2003.
Right now I'm in Kingston, Jamaica with the man King Shango, the prophet. King of fire, king of fire. King yeah, of fire. Sure, sure. The man called Capleton, give yeah, thanks. For yeah, man, more living. life, you know, more blessing, you know, more prosperity, you know. Yes. Yeah, man, aspiration for the youth, them in a long life, you know. We just there to liberate the heart and the mind of humanity in terms of righteousness, you know. Yes, King. Well, I always like to start my interviews at the beginning, so yeah. I'd like to ask you about where you were born, what life was like for you growing up as a youth. Well, we were born upon the plantation, you know, we grew up with a slave master, you know, I um, we were born at St. Mary still, you know, mm. grew up in Islington, you know. But you don't know lifestyle in the country, rough and rugged, you know, because I say a plantation thing would happen, you know, real slavery thing, you see me? Right. So, you know, we were musically inclined from a kid still, it's an inborn thing, you know, so, you know, what happened for, you know, Running from the country and end up in the city, you know. But I, I family here, you know, so I stayed with amongst my family and you know, um, going around and sound system, you know, um, hang out at Tudor, you know. Right. I, get, I get my first flight, um, 1989. I went to Toronto right. to perform at the concert hall with Ninja Man and Flo. Right. Was that involved it, with African Star? Yeah, African Star was the sound system, you know. Right. When no one know nothing about Capitol, you know. Mm. Um, get a chance to perform with Ninja Man and Flower and at that time they were like the artist thing in the business. Right. You know, it, it, it was a pleasure, it was a honor. Even though you know Ninja Man artist style and it artist song was kept and was the one who wrote right. it, you know. Right. Yeah, the reception from the crowd, you know, was a masterpiece in terms of the performance and my energy, you know, I said lyrics and everything, you know. So, you know, that kinda built up my um my encouragement within the levels of, you know, I say uh, at one at one point, I feel like I um, um, would run away. You know what I mean? Them times when you get an opportunity to go foreign, you know me. I say man, I really come home back. But you, you know, seeing the response from the crowd, you know, tell me, you know, you know, um, the role I have to play within the levels of the music, throughout creation. So you know, I came back home. Um, when I came back home, I get hooked up with an um, exterminator label. That's when I did my first 45 call, BB Red. Right. Yeah, and then from there I got hooked up with Jammin's Bravo. Did the woman my lotion, my lotion man, number one thing I look with chart. And you know, from there the fire just keep burning till we start traveling all over the world, you know. Till it end up to we have all contract, we end up with all death jam. Right, so was that the tour album? Yeah, yeah. I testament and prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, um, no disrespect to Def Jam, but you know, Def Jam are more like a hundred percent hip hop company, you know what I mean? So, in terms of attention, you don't know, Capitan wouldn't get that uh, amount of attention in terms of I, I was the only reggae star by Def Jam, you know? So, that's how, you know, VP come in Panamora, you know, grassroots level car, you know, as I mean, say, you know, not, not with Rasta is not commercial, so we can't commercialize the thing, you understand what I mean? Say? So, in order for, for, for keep the roots, you know, and keep that, you know what I mean? Say, traditional vibe, you know, and that authentic part of the music, you know, so VP will come in, you know. And to keep it amongst, you know, a family, you know what I say? Not, not saying, you know, we are prejudiced with, with the thing, but you don't know, because, you know, internationally, you don't know even how white people deal with it, you know. Mm. I just finished um, a two-month tour in Europe. I did a two-month tour in America, you know. 99% of most of my crowd are like white people, and they still sing my songs, the red for red, you know. And it, it, it is very natural to see um, these different languages, different nations, different people, and you know, still they sing the songs word for word. Yeah. Cause you know, in France they speak French, in Italy they speak Italian, in Sweden they speak Swedish, yeah. in Denmark they speak Danish, in Germany they speak German. But they still sing the songs like word for word. You know, right. you know. So you know, we give thanks for the reception of the music and you know the energy that it project out there in the earth. You know, so definitely we're there for a reason. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well um, just looking back at the the early days when even 
to your first record. What? How did you actually get into the studio? The first, first break in the recording industry. In well, um, well, the first time I ever, ever, ever recorded. Um, I recorded the first time I ever recorded it was as uh, it was at um, Jimmy Cliff Studio. Right. But um, that song um, never really came out. Still, you know, I did it for um, Major Macri, the producer. What was his name? Lodi. Right. Yeah, Lodi Vibe on the Dan Band label. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was my first time ever recording that studio. What, what was actually, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yes, but, but it never it never came out. Right. Yeah, and then you know. Um, as um, flexing with Ninja Man, um, doing a concert, Ninja Man was the one who, who introduced me um, to Fatis, which right. um, yeah, Exterminator. Right. You know, what, actually, what actually inspired you to start singing in the first place? Well, as me I say, life itself. You know, as me I say, music is um, it's natural. Music is an authentic thing. You know, um, growing up in my community, you know, everything would happen. You know, I would like you know wrote a song of it. You know what I mean? So you know, I would, would like punch. Um, the jute box punched the flip side, you know. Um, my friend would would play bass with mouth a man, and you know ride the rhythm, beat mm -hmm. pans, whatever, you know. But as me I said, the music is a, is, a, is an in band thing, you know. Right. When did you first start up Rastafari? Um, well, they don't know where Rastafari birth still, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know, chatting out there, and we end up in the church, you know, through our search, you know, me I say, and you know. Um, we meet all the Asian, you know, Rasta man, listen to them see me, you know me I say, energy of, you know me I say, even Bob Marley, Peter Touch, Burning Spear, you know, Bonnie Vela, all of the Asian man, them, you know, who highlight Rastafari with the levels of, you know, equal rights and justice for all, you know me I say, salvation, you know, redemption, yeah. Um, but as I say, you know, it's, it's, it's really Rastafari, I could really find myself in terms of seeing life on a um, natural aspect, you know. Well, you know, as for the Bobo right now, you know, Bobo is the one who really, you know, bring back that salvation, you know what I say? You know, that preschool order, you know what I say? Sabbath, you know what I say? Um, redemption, salvation, restoration, liberation, you know what I say? Um, self-esteem, self-awareness, self-reliance, you know? Churchical, statical, you know what I say? Own government, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we just highlight, it's not like, it's not like we were separating, you know, Rastafari in the levels of where the Orthodox are being here, 12 tribe are, you know what I mean? But, you know, because Rasta is really oneness, you know what I mean? You know, but as I say, you know, that salvation level, you know what I mean? Because the Baba do chant now, being 24 7 see me. So, you know, we say equal rights and justice for all, dead to black and white, don't press you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's all natural, it's all real. Yeah, that's it there. Terrible and robe, you know? That's good. Yeah. One song I wanted to ask you about, it was a really big song for us when it came out, was Red, 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 talking red, about red, the, red. the trade centers and, and the things well, going Red, on. Red, Red is like, it's like, it's like, it's like a fulfillment of prophecy because, you know, I, I, I spoke about this thing before, you know. I was on a show um, in New York um, with um, Sizzler, Louis Culture, Cockatee, and uh, when I was on the stage, I did a song called um, Bin Laden, and the next song called um, Big bomb I got dropping on Manhattan. Right. And you know, next song, um, addressing the White House, Pentagon, you know, Buckingham, Vatican, the whole issue. So, you know, 13 days after, you know, the tragedy, tragedy. Pentagon, 9-11, you know, so it's like, I said this thing before, and then it actually happened. So Red, Red, Red is like, it's like me, I show them, say, I want them. Like this was a warning before, 
and you know they never listen. No. You understand? Yeah. Until it actually happened, you know? Yeah. yeah man. So red 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 is like a prophecy, you know, like a fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. Um for us, um, the show is called Chant Down Babylon. Right. That's the music that we play, it's music to bring down Babylon. Um, thinking, do a lot of um, meditating on what exactly is Babylon. Well, Babylon is, is really the system, you know. Babylon is not the people, you know what I mean? Babylon is the system. Um, the system that designed the oppress and suppress. Yeah. Injustice, inequality, manipulation, yeah. death without dignity, exploitation, you know what I mean? Weapon of mass destruction, maternity hospital operation combat unit, sex mercenary squad, and all the different methods that implement to, you know, erase, you know, may I say, humanity or decrease, you know, may I say, the population. Yeah. Well, in these times, looking around at the world and seeing a country like America that consumes so much of the world's resources, far right. more than its size, and exploits people all over the world, to me, that looks like the heart of Babylon. Right. Um, what, what's your opinion? Obviously, you tour there, you tour through Europe and all countries. How do you feel going into Babylon as, as such? Well, as, as just said, you know, um, to find our food, we have to go in desolate places. You understand? And, you know, I, I defend the people with my life. So, you know, and my music. So I don't really have no fear. I just say I have no fear for the atomic energy because they can't stop the time. You know what I mean? So therefore, you know, I have to be a warrior. And you know we cannot be afraid. You know we have to be brave. We're not yelling Rastafari. You know me I say so we go out there. You know defend the people that within the levels of truth. And even Babylon himself have to jump up for the truth. Mm. And he must even himself have to burn the fire for the truth because you know he cannot deny the truth. He cannot hide from the truth. You know me I say because the truth is only the truth. You know me I say and the only conqueror for the truth is the truth. All right. Yeah. Right, well, you just mentioned the fire burning, and that's one thing I want to ask you about. There's been a lot of controversy over the fire. fire. Yeah, well, the fire, um, in terms of fire, you know, people might, you know, may I say, confuse them heavens within the levels of fire. When we say fire, it's not, it's not a literal fire that you go out there and lit. When we say fire, the fire is all about, you know, being yourself, know who you are, know where you're coming from, in order to know where you're going. The fire comes through words, pause, and sound. It comes through liberty, it comes through the Naya Bingi. You know, the fire is all about salvation. Redemption, repatriation, restoration, liberation. Fire is all about you know, self-esteem, self-awareness, self-thought, self-control, true self-value. Fire is all about not accepting everything that they get out there in Rome or in Babylon and accept it and say, yes, it is all good. Fire is all about analyzing for yourself, calculating for yourself, running a surveys, finding the truth. You know, the fire is all about you know, highlighting, uplift, encourage in terms of righteousness. You know what I say? So, um, whichever level you see fire from then, you know, Fire is the ultimate. Look at you know, down to the breath that you breathe. If they are if they are not certain amount of heat within you know the temple, you cannot breathe that breath. Biologically, you know, if a woman don't consist of certain heat body temperature wise, then she can't even conceive a child. She can't even get pregnant. Geographically, the earth itself of the emerge from the equator or the creator. Um, we're speaking of in, um, volcanic activity. Um, we're talking about lava. We are dealing with the artist element. Naturally, the sun is the artist element to rise us or rose us in the morning. If the sun is shining and the rain is falling, the plant don't grow, we don't have no energy for humanity. Biblically, shed rock music and a bend go walk through the fire and never get burned. And just him now return with the water, it's brimstone and fire, you understand? So, you know, the fire is all about being yourself, you know, the fire burn Babylon, the fire burn injustice, you know. The fire burn everything that is corrupted and evil, you know what I say, yeah. Alright, um, I want to ask you, obviously you have the fire tunes, the right. roots and culture tunes, right, right. but you also sing wicked 
love songs, but you also touch on some like almost like slackness, like take off the drawers. Could you, could you talk about explain that? Yeah, well, as as me I say, yeah, take off the drawers. Well, on the next level, you know, true where some youth where you know we grew up in a different society. Certain things we not really exposed to, you know what I say. Certain things, certain words, you know, in terms of definition and terminology, the youth them not really overstand. So you know, more time you have to give them it plain, plain and straight. You understand? Um, I, I I would even call it slackness. I'm more of a hardcore culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even even Bumberhead. Okay, if you check Bumberhead, you know it has say, you know, coke will make a fine like trade, certain place you know if you put your head and you understand the I yeah. say, yeah. So and on the next level it's still fighting against corruption and fighting against immorality, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So I would even say slackness and more hardcore culture, you know. So even even from my youth a one year old I want him to say, you know, a jazz him to take off and it's not brief nor underpunt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, straight. Um, I wanted to ask you about how you actually go about writing your songs. Obviously, the inspiration comes from. All it's natural. It comes from the wind. You know, it comes from the sun. It comes from earth. It's coming from people. You know what I'm saying? We're some youth where we, uh, we study human psychology. So you know, um, our songs write. You know, from even even the reasoning. You know what I'm saying? I can write a song from even the interview. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So. Or alright, our songs is, is our natural way of life, or our, our everyday liberty, or grew up in the community where we see in front of our eyes. You understand what I say? Yeah. yeah. So when we even address certain things, you know what I say? Even the youth them sing off guns and you know certain things is is, is what they see. You know what I say? So you know them literally live where them learn. You understand? Yeah. How do you actually go about composing your songs? Do you, in terms of the actual writing, do you sit down and with pen and paper and write, or do you? No, it comes. It comes straight. For, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we improvise more. It comes straight yeah. after it. You know, naturally, and you know, it it, it go along with with sound. Mm. You know, yeah, and you know, we hear the sound or listen to the sound, and you know, put words and melody to it. You know, even even the sound itself of a melody. You know, some more time, more time we try, more time we try to follow the sound. Yeah. You know, so we give you the same. If you, if you listen to the songs, then you hear the melody or it's sinking within yeah. within within the um the melody or the rhythm. I can see that, particularly yeah. on Still Blazing, a lot of the tunes on that. Yeah, particularly yeah, yeah. So that makes the music more authentic, you know, so people mm. can feel it, mm. yeah, and sing it, dance mm. to it, you know. It's still blazing. It seemed like there was a lot more singing on that album than earlier albums. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as me I said, this album, you know, we plan to keep it more traditional, you know. Right. You know, I mean, keep the roots, you know what I mean? Because yeah. as you don't know, you can't forget where you're coming from, you know. And, sure. you know, um, traveling the world, you know, we, we see that is the kind of music that the people respond to, you know. Right. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, now you're being the heartbeat, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, so, you know. There is no limit to the music, it is so expansive, there is no boundary, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. What about the name Capleton? I, I heard, the story I heard was that it's from a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, I got that name from a lawyer. You know, growing up as a kid, you know, I love to talk, you know, we love to trash out stuff, you know, like something occurred and, you know, we deal with it, whatever. Um, one day, um, I, I, I went on a corner, my friends, they were there having an argument, you know, but you, I wasn't there and I came on the scene and then I got involved in the argument, started to speak as if I was there. You understand? Which I wasn't, and I want to say, yo, well, you, you wasn't even here, and you know what I mean? You're a liar, Capitan, or whatever. You know, so that's how the name stick. Liar, Capitan. They call me liar, they call me Capitan. You know, Capitan. Right. Yeah, that's the way I get that name. So it's actually from an attorney at law. Can you tell us a little bit about David House crew? Well, um, well, David House, I don't know, you know. Um, David was like a company, 
You know what I say? Where, you know, working on your own studio, own label. You know what I say? Um, upcoming artists. You know what I mean? So it's just like a production company, same way. You know, and we still roll with order, we still roll with roots, we still roll with meditation. You know, um, well, we help you know in the communities. You know what I say? We help people in terms of you know health, education. You know. Yeah, everyday life. Right. Yeah. Um, looking at the reggae scene overall in Jamaica right now, what, what do you think of the reggae scene compared to Jamaican music over the last several decades? Well, true, Mister, you travel the world. You know, um, as I said, there is no limit to the music. You know, and the music is so expensive, and you know, the, um, there's a lot of places for the music to reach, and the music reach a lot of places. You know, so. Um, it's expanding, you know what I mean? And it's going places, you know what I say? Whichever way, whether dance or, you know, reggae music, as I say, you know, the music have no limit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, so what can we expect from, from you in the near future? Well, I'm working on a new album right now. Yeah, cause, um, I got a three album deal with VP. I did two for them already. More fire still blazing, so. We're working on a new album right now, yeah. Not myself working on the studio, David O's studio, and you know, working on the production, you know, we have the label out already and everything. Yeah. Well, obvi obviously, as well as the albums, you, you're continually putting out seven inches in Jamaica. Yeah, well, that's all the business is, you know what I mean? I say, you have to vice, you know what I mean? I say, if you keep it going, you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you find time for all touring and voicing yeah. and, and everything? Well, as I say, you know, um, we have to do it, you know what I mean? It's rough, you know. Struggling, people might think it's easy, you know, so we just go on stage and sing, but you know, them don't know the requirements. When we, yeah, when we go out there and the earth, you know. But as I said, we cope with it because, you know, that's what life, you know, that's and we love it, and, you know, that's what feed the children and feed the family and the friends, I'm seeing it. So, you know, we have to do it, you know, so, we, you know, with the strength of His Majesty, you know, and the money well and Marcus Gab, then, you know, we keep on, you know. Yeah. We don't want to take too much more of your time, so to wrap things up, yeah. is there a message? Message for the yeah. Well, is it well? As I always, I'm, I'm always encourage you them to you know, be yourself, know who you are, know where you're coming from in order to know where you're going. Um, go to school, get your education, be educated and also re-educated. Re-education come through self-esteem, self-awareness, self-thought, self-control, true self-value. So um, regardless of where your parents or your teacher teach you, you have to can teach you. Understand, and even when you read the next man chapter or read the next man book, you have to also make sure you write your book or your chapter so the next man can read it or read it also. Um, patience, faithfulness, endurance, clean heart, clear conscience, firm meditation. You know, never let no one tell you that you can't make it. You know what I mean? Just, you know, know yourself. Babylon would say believe in yourself, but I believe it's still a form of uh, doubt. But, you know, I say, know. When you know, you know. You know what I mean? I say, that's logic. So, you know, knowing yourself, um, you know. Um, be obedient to your garden and your parent, you know. Um, just stay focused, know what your goals are, reach out for them. Always remember that you manifest the activity of your thinking. Um, you create your physical experiences through the way how you think and the way you feel. So, you know, you have to keep the meditation positive. You know what I mean? In anything that you're doing, keep it positive. And you will see the positive manifestation. You know, if you think negative, then that's what you're gonna get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just love Rastafari, Yellow Manuel, Marcus Gavis, last year, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
and you know love goes out to the woman them said we because you don't know them are the mother of the earth and if it wasn't for them then civilization would be impossible you know yeah and just be yourself you know what i say yeah and just you know you have to love yourself before you can you know love others you know what i say and just say you know i'm loving you but like how you love yourself you know what i say love your brother like how you love yourself you know and you know maintain authentic love when you say authentic love you know people love you through money People love it through material, people love it through fame, you know, authentic love, we're dealing with brotherly, sisterly love, that means I don't have to know you from nowhere to help you or do nothing for you. I don't have to give you something in order to know, in order to know I can get back something for you. No, not like that, you know. Just keep it real, you know, keep it positive, be yourself, know where you are, know where you're coming from in order to know where you're going, you know. Nation without a knowledge of the moon is street like a tree without a root, like fish out of water, you know what I mean? And, you know, without the... Without the prophet, then you don't know the nation perish. Without the priest, then we wouldn't have no salvation, you know. Without the king, then you know, we wouldn't have no life, you know. So that's more love and more blessing and more prosperity and more fire. Yeah, man. Keep it burning, you know. Yes, keep, yeah, man. Give thanks for Joe. the interview. It's yeah, man. a pleasure to have you on Chain Down Fire. Anytime, man. You see it. So we're not we're not ready for Australia. We're not ready for the journey. We're, we're ready anytime. The problem is that we need to build up the rest yeah, of the country. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I'm even taking the time out to come really do that interview. Yeah. Because we know that someday Australia, you know, are going to need the fire. We, know, will, so. we want it to happen, yeah. you know, that's our goal, our ultimate goal. So we need them. the people to overstand, you know. Because yeah. more times they will say, yo, them money not like white people, and them money not racist. And, you know, but nothing like that, you know. Because even when we speak of, of, you know, in terms of, you know, the injustice or whatever we face out there in the earth, you know. Because yeah. we know that every nation faces injustice in terms of the system. Kind of every system you have first class and second class and you have the upper class and therefore people suffer and I know the black people alone suffer and I know the Jamaican people everywhere people suffer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah man, but you know, where history and prophecy is concerned that is my witness, so you know, I still have to be myself, you can't be a traitor and I don't sell out, so you know, in terms of my heritage, my culture, my philosophy, my character, I'm not different that, you know? Yeah man, but you know, as you know, Rasta said, one, one heart, one love, one aim, one identity, you know what I'm saying? Drive the life of like, every living thing move, you know what I mean? Yeah. Judge not unless you be judged, only a man can be more judged. No man can judge no man, you know what I'm saying? A man judge himself of his deeds and his works and his doing that, and his words and his music, you know? Yeah. 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 106.7 yeah. PBS. Yeah. PBS. Yeah. PBS. Okay. That one your name Babylon. Your kingdom is falling. Judgment, mother of Allah, your kingdom is falling. So we missing that one that name chant. Bun down Saddam and Gomorrah Them no know them in it now they are married tomorrow Chant Bun down Saddam and Gomorrah I'm just let them know what channel Yeah well this is the king of fire Otherwise known as Kabutan Otherwise known as the prophet 
And you're in tune with Mr. Jesse and Rascution on 106.7 BPS FM. Australia, I'm more fire. Tell them I can't cool. Tell them I can't cool. Tell them I can't cool. All right, again, the one and him. Never let they stop you, never let they flap you, never let the wicked man feel as if they got you, never let they stop you, never let they flap you, even though you know that they will always come in at you, never let they stop you, never let they flap you, burn your suits, yeah, and you're in tune to 106.7 BPS FM, it is the king of fire, otherwise no, no escape it, and more fire, anyway, one more thing. I want that name. Only one hold my head up high. I only want to live and never die. Die. Only want to pray till I see I. Yo, speak the truth and forever never lie. I only want to hold my head up high. I just say I go live and never die. I crucial have to pray till I see I. Yo, speak the truth and forever never lie. Yeah, man, I chant down Babylon with Jesse and Ross Crucial. And I see it 106.7 BPS FM. I'm Fire. I ain't so the wicked shall be like the but the righteous shall be like the tree that plant by the rivers of water. Bring forth fruit in juice in your anniversary. We see, now for them, can't sleep at night, them all are worry and fear. A truth will ask you, I'm a try for disrespect. Them done get the warning, this is the check. No, it's something my brother and all are whole city. Capleton there, speaking from his mother's yard in Kingston back in 2003. And yes, he does say BPS in those jingles, not PBS. I guess I was just too shy in those days to correct him. Although we'd already spent two long days waiting around for Capleton, we actually ended up returning to the compound again the very next day as we made plans to voice some dub plate specials. Thankfully, he didn't keep us waiting too long that time. We met him at the house and then followed his car, a green BMW with red and gold trim, as we drove in a procession to Jaro Dub Studio. And that was an experience in itself, as kids from the neighbourhood ran along the car shouting, Capleton, King of Fire, and the like. Eventually, we got to Jaro Studio, where Capleton held court out the front for a while, basically basking in the attention and building up some hype. And then into the studio for what was easily the most intense dub plate session I've ever been to. It was like a mini concert held in a tiny room with people jammed in everywhere. It was so hot in the room that sweat soaked my shirt from top to bottom. But even worse, it was so hot that the DAT tape we recorded on, that's digital audio tape, physically melted in the machine. I had to ring Cableton after he'd gone and explain that the recordings had melted and we'd have to do them again. He wasn't too excited about the prospect. Uh, He said he couldn't do it that day, he was too tired after the session we'd had. So the result was a fourth day. Uh, This time we met him at the studio and he just came without an entourage, voiced the songs quickly and then got out of there. I think he had to leave for a tour later that morning. No fanfare or hype that time, just business, but great dub plates still. Thankfully there is some video footage of that first hype session at Jaro Dubplate Studio, thanks to my friend Rankin Yoni who filmed it. I'll post the YouTube link in the show notes It really is worth watching. I don't think I've ever seen anything else quite like it anywhere on the internet. I definitely haven't experienced anything else like it. That's it for another episode. If you want to support the podcast, you can become a patron on Patreon. On that note, big shout out to Armageddon Time, Empress Irie, Ben Comerford, Todd Solomon, John from Champion Sound, and Tom Tanuki. Or if you're not in a position to become a patron, just help spread the word and share it with any other reggae tragics who might be interested. Thanks for listening. More fire. Well, 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 well. 
chant down, I only want to hold my head up I only want to live and never die, die. Only want to pray till I say, I. Y'all speak the truth and forever never lie. Only want the song to flow. Chant down, only play the songs of love. Yo, I only need the songs of love. Chant down, need the blessing where you come from above. I'm just a Rascosha, I'm just a Jesse, I watch you now. I'm just a Melbourne, keep the fire burning. Australia, I wouldn't feel that. Let's go and show them. Show them. <laughs> I'm not 